Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, day coach and relationship expert at singleinthecity.ca. And first of all, I just want to say, Happy New Year. It's 2019, and in honor of the new year, we have a special show lined up for you today. When it comes to our everyday dating lives, we often face certain situations that may leave us a little more confused than usual. Now, the truth is, relationships, they're messy, and dating in today's age isn't always easy. So today, I'm joined by my good friend, comedian Peter Anthony. Hello. Hi, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And yes. uh, we're going to be answering all your questions about how to navigate modern dating. We'll be talking about how to escape the friend zone, how to respond to mixed signals, how to handle ghosters, and so much more. And first of all, Peter, I just want to thank you so much for showing up to my New Year's Eve party at Kelly's Landing. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. It, it, you know what? It was such a shock. Like, what t- I actually I had- made it before midnight, too, because I had a show, and I got off stage, I think at around, I want to say, 11... Quarter after 11, maybe. And I wasn't sure if I could make it. It was raining and, you know, it was hard to get cars, but and I made we, it. And we did tie one on, I think. We did but, indeed. Like after yes. midnight, we tied one on. Like shots were flying. We were very responsible and... right up till the stroke of midnight. Yeah. And, then... and you know what I loved about this venue was that I was able to take the GO train in. And if you know anything about me, I don't take the GO train. I've never really taken the GO train. Well, I have a few times, but I don't do it. But this, it was, it's literally across the street from the GO train. So Perfect. I just had to walk outside, go underground, and there you go. There was my train. When does the last train go west that you needed to catch? Uh, you know, I think it was open all night, and it was free. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. That's so. awesome. You could have well, took a roadie on the way home with you. No, I think I was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think if I took a roadie, I wouldn't have made it home. That's right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about dating and uh, the early stages of dating. So what do you think? Should you play hard to get? Is this still a thing? What do you think? We're going to both answer this. Yeah, no. Uh, right away, I'll say no. And that's what I think. I yeah. think no. Yeah, I think I think I, I almost feel like today in the current climate, the opposite would be uh, a better uh, way to go about it because people tend to move along quicker. They if, are if they don't feel there's an opportunity with a certain person, they have less patience now because we're on our phones and we're moving through life a lot faster. So. I think you should lay it all on the table. And, not, and, not, not like in the second sentence. No, and but, of course you don't want to be needy at all. You don't no. want to be needy, but you want to let the person know that you're somewhat interested in them because if you're not, they're going to be on that online dating site the, the minute you're not or you're showing signs of being a flake. Sure. And they're just going to move on to the next thing. Plus, I, th- I think, to be honest with you, I think it's shows confidence to show you're vulnerable enough to for the person that person to say you know what it's not there and then you're like okay that's cool what am i supposed to do you know i agree better to find out that information sooner than later so how do we escape relationship limbo how do you approach the person you're dating when you want to define your relationship and escape that awkward gray zone now i think that if the relationship is progressing naturally then you don't really necessarily have to have that big talk because you're both in the same frame of mind, you both want the same things. But I think if one person is in limbo and is lagging, I think that's where you have to have that talk. And I think as well, uh, you just want to know, you know, what they want for their future, uh, where they see this relationship going. And I think as well as when you start having sex with someone, I think that's really when you want to have 
start having that talk. You know, like, are we exclusive? Are you going to be having sex with anyone else? I feel that I just want to have sex with you. Can we be exclusive? Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because if you don't have that talk, then you don't know what they're they're thinking, what you're thinking, and you're thinking what they're thinking. So you might as well have the talk anyway. Because if you're going to sleep together, you're automatically thinking, is this person sleeping with other people? And so is your partner. They're thinking the same thing. So you might as well just discuss it. I totally agree. Okay, so how do you respond to his sexual text when you're not ready to take that next step? Uh, here's a here's a note for the fellows listening. Uh, don't send those texts. Yeah. Don't, don't 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 you don't have to do that. Okay, but it's at an, all. But you I don't think it's need inevitable. that out there in the world. I think it's inevitable though because <laughs> let's it face really? it, guys, they're gonna. Are try. we talking about graphic pictures, Laura? Well, I just or, no no. We're just talking about a flirtatious s- text, right? Flirtatious. Oh, that's text. fine. That's like, you know, I thought you what meant you the wearing? more extreme version of so, someone comes out of the the bathtub and it's like, oh, you know, like what what are you wearing right now? Or can oh, you send fine. me a picture? Or, no, it's not really fun when you don't really know somebody. Now, let's face it though, guys, they're going to try... Wait, 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 but how long along the line of knowing someone is that appropriate or okay? Well, I think that when you start, you know, getting sexual with the person, then I think it's okay. But okay, so let me get back to my point because you keep cutting me off. I'm so sorry. So guys are going to try to get in your pants if you let them, for the most part. Yes. Do you agree? Unless you're not wearing pants. (laughs) Now, if you think you have a future with this person... I would be charming, and my suggestion would be, and I got this from Matthew Hussey. Do you know who he is? I don't. Great he, name. Yeah, he is a, a date coach from the UK. He's, okay. He's very well known. And he suggests that you say something like, I think you have me confused with a future me who's been on many more dates with you. I love that. Oh, that's so a great I line. So I think you have me confused with a future me who's been on many more dates with you. I love that because now this shows them that you have a sexy side and you're willing to go there with them eventually if if they put the work into getting to know you better. Oh, that makes that makes a ton of sense. I'm putting that line in my pocket. Well, wait, the girl would say that to me more so than I would say that to the girl. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, it, it could happen with me too. Have you ever had girls send you racy pics? Yeah. Yeah. What but, am without, I new? But, but wait, without asking what do I don't them, have but a wait phone? a sec, without the asking internet? them for it? I've I've had unsolicited pictures, yes. I have. Yeah. And, and you know what, as a dude, I'm a visual guy. I, I kind of appreciate the female body, so I didn't hate it. Uh, but I understand the flip side. If a dude sends a picture to a girl too soon, that can be off putting. Yes. We need to take a break. We're talking about how to navigate modern dating on the dating and relationship show. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are back. You're tuned into The Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. Today, we're answering your questions about how to navigate modern dating and early relationships with my good friend and show regular comedian, Peter Anthony. Great to be back. I'm glad you're back. I always love having you in studio with Thank me. Thank you. Now, okay, this is a great question um, that I'm sure a lot of people want to know the answer to. When is it too soon to have sex? Whoa, wow. That and is... you're a guy because you're going you're gonna to say, oh, well, you can have sex right away. No. But no, realistically. Before the appetizer. That's too soon. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I think it depends. I, I mean, I've, I've been in relationships where it's been moved faster and I've been in other relationships where it's moved really slow. 
Actually, I'm curring, currently dating a person, and it's it's it's. You're dating a person it's again. Slow, I think the last time. Man, I, but, no, but, as my old man would say, it's moving as slow as cold molasses going uphill in the winter time. Wait, but wait. I'm cool with it because I like the person. Okay, wait a sec. Is this the same girl that? But the last time you were on the show? Yes. Oh, you're still dating her? Yeah. Oh, I think th- I thought things went sour. Well, I mean, they didn't go sweet. But but I mean, it's not sour. So it's kind of in a it's in a holding pattern. See, you know what? I should coach you on this kind of stuff. Like what's going on here? Do you um, want to talk or, or, about it? We we are going off. We're veering off, but well, it's it's just very slow. I think it's there's not a lot of communication there. She's away on weekends in the winter. I'm I'm working a lot as a comic, so there's just hasn't been a lot of FaceTime, but I think we like each other. And we're interested. It's just not moving fast. Do you communicate a lot? Do you send her daily texts? Not daily. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I personally don't like receiving daily texts, so I don't send daily texts. Well, how are you supposed to get serious about someone that you really like if you're not sending them daily texts? I like face Because I know that if I really liked the guy, I would want him to send me a message daily. I mean, I think most girls would. Well, I, I mean, that's just not how I roll, so to speak. But, but I mean, if maybe that, maybe she likes that, maybe she doesn't. But if she doesn't, I'm not the, I'm not the dude for her. Right? I have another guy in my matchmaking service that I'm constantly sending out on dates, and he does the same thing every time. He likes the person, but then he'll go like two weeks without messaging them. I'll be like, and then I'll, I'll email the girl and say, so how's it going with so and so? And they're like, uh, you know what? I thought it was great, but then he fell off the face of the earth. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, and then I message him. I'm like, why did you fall off the face of the earth? He's like, well, you know, I was just giving her some space, and it's like, no. You got like if I you like a, her, you no no. But you don't the, you don't come off a date, make out with the girl, and then disappear for two weeks. I would you never just do, don't that. do that. I would never do that. I would certainly follow up with a great to see you again. Can't wait to see you next week or whenever you have more free time. And then I would line it up a few days later. But I'm not going to be constantly like, what are you doing? What did you have for lunch? Do you like movies? Okay, I'm not that's do cool. That. But at least reach out. Okay, you don't have to do that. I'm reaching. I'm reaching, baby. At some point. Like you have to start doing that eventually if you want a relationship, Peter Anthony. I'm sorry. But. Maybe maybe she's my like, like exact same person, and she's doing the same thing I'm doing, and it's this weird thing where we're never going to come together. No, if she's we do, probably the whole waiting for you to itself. take the lead because she's old fashioned and you're a dude, and she wants you to take the lead, and that's it. I'm leading. I'm okay. just going slow. Sure. Okay. So when is it too soon to have sex? I think the longer you wait, the better. I think that there's so a I good am chance. Doing it right. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that the sex is going to be more fulfilling because there's going to be a little bit more emotion involved, and you're having sex for the right reasons. And I think sex will be better, and then it's going to bond you. I think that's true, and I think after after you have been through enough experiences, as a 41 year old man, I've been through enough experiences to kind of know that what you just said is true at this point. Because I think when I'm on dates or dating someone, and we go to bed really quick and fast <laughs> yeah there's almost and i hate to be sound like an idiot but there's almost like a lack of respect for the girl in a weird way right from a dude's perspective i think so and you're kind of like well there's no mystery anymore and, and, you, and uh, you feel that was that was almost too simple yeah i've never been that girl so i don't get it but it just it's not it doesn't feel comfortable like how can you be yourself like even just making noises would feel funny <laughs> maybe maybe couples should get together and make noises weird noises around each other before they have sex like you could yeah. You could grunt around each other, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some great first date topics and questions. All right. So I always suggest some good things to talk about are pets. Sure. <laughs> what, what are you going to say? I don't have any pets. But I, don't okay. even, I well, can't even keep a plant alive. A lot of so. people do have pets. 
common interests, uh, fascinating life experiences. Sure. Or things that you've done out of the ordinary that make you seem really cool, right? Right. I'm sure everybody has something they've done that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Something that you're really passionate about. You can talk about things that are on your bucket list. What's on your bucket list? Uh, I would like to visit the pyramids. I'd also like to perform at the comedy store and the comedy cellar. I'd like cellar. to visit the pyramids. There you go. Let's awesome. let's let's get on uh, Sunway. Let's do it together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your most attractive quality? You maybe you want to talk about your siblings, where you grew up, your job. Only in a positive light. If you hate your job, don't talk about it too much. And what would you do if you won a million dollars? That's oh, a great question. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And where where were you on nine eleven? Oh, uh, that's not negative. I thought you no. said don't bring anything negative. No, but You're that's bringing okay up the worst we're... terrorist <laughs> bombing in the history. But of... But where were you? I was. Uh, I lived in Calgary at the time. And so, what were you doing? I I woke up with a phone call. My friend called me and said, "Turn on CNN." I'll See, never forget. Everybody knows where they were. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows where they were. I was. I was training. I was in a training class. I was selling Motorola, the mic network phones on, for Telus, mm. and we were training. And I remember we saw it on the television, and we're like, "Okay, we gotta go now." And they're like, "No, no, no, we gotta continue with the training." We're like, "Next? Like, what are you crazy? We gotta get out of here. This is nuts." Yeah. So, see, everybody knows where they were. Well, it's like the it's like the Kennedy assassination of this generation. Everyone knows where they were when they heard when Kennedy died in my dad's generation. We're we're the 9-11 people. Okay, so we're going to continue with this conversation. What are some great date topics and questions when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show, Don't Go Anywhere. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, hey, hey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, just kidding. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I keep saying Happy New Year because last week we were on hiatus. Yeah. I didn't tape last week. This is week. your first it was a show of the yes, New Year. It, so yes, you're supposed it is. to say Happy New Year. Do you I have a resolution, by the way? Uh, yeah, just to get more fit. More fit? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I already You're work in hard. great shape, though. Why are you? I, I want to get in here? better shape. Better. But you know what? Um, and also, uh, just take care of myself physically, mentally. Not try to not to get so stressed out because I have like a huge workload. And mm. So uh, yeah, that's that's my resolution. Very good. Very and nice. um, okay, so let's continue with this because we have a lot to talk about. So let's talk about uh, what, what, what we were talking about is some great first date topics and questions. And right? we talked about nine eleven as being I, one, which was I gave so my weird. okay. So yes, so <laughs> I gave my input. Yeah. So do you have anything specific that you like to talk about on dates? I do kind of. I, I, sometimes I bring up uh, goal setting, and it's not necessarily career. Like some people say, you, you mentioned talking about jobs, but it has to be in a positive light. But I like to talk about goal setting, like things like even like resolutions or what you want to do or accomplish over the next one year, two years, five years. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? That kind of stuff. And then just then I just shut my mouth and girls usually just go on forever. So it's great. Well, that's great, though, that you let them talk because I truly believe that a girl should talk 60% of the time and the guy should talk 40% of the time. Oh, my numbers are a lot higher for girls. It irritates me so much. 80-20, Laura. It why. irritates me a lot when it, you're talking to a guy and all he does is talk about himself. It's so irritating. Anyways, um, <laughs> is that a red flag? It, it, by the way, it is a red flag, yeah. and it irritates a lot of women when when guys just boast about themselves, 
and it's all about them and how great they are or when they lie about something it's like really like you, you see that you're talking to them on an online dating site and they say oh I used to play uh, hockey professionally and then you, you really meet them and you're like so talk, tell me about the you used to play in the NHL well no I kind of almost made it. it's like well <laughs> why right. did you say that you played in the NHL when you didn't I'll tell you I, I, I find it's not only um, a red flag with romantic relationships, but it's a red flag with friendships too. I've, I've noticed uh, I've been out with certain people in my past and you'd be hanging out with them for two hours. And then in my brain, I realized I asked them how they were doing and they've been talking for two hours and haven't once asked me one question about how I'm doing. Yeah. How is this relationship beneficial? Right. You're like, check, yeah, gotta exactly. go. Okay, let's talk about things that you shouldn't talk about. So you don't want to talk about anything too negative. Exes. Exes. That is... And I can't believe how many people don't get it. Do not talk about your ex in any way, shape, or form. We don't care. And plus, Just it, don't plus it, do it's it. going to be negative. It's going to make you look bad. It's going to be negative. It, you're, it, you broke up with your, your ex because that relationship ended and it was broken. If it was a positive thing, you would have stayed together. Why are you bringing up negative crap on a date when you just met someone exactly. new? Exactly. Or don't bring up medical issues. Okay, you might have type 2 diabetes, but you don't have to tell somebody. It's none of their business. You don't have to tell somebody on a first date. Totally agree. Physical deformity, like not deformities, but I mean, I mean like physical problems or illnesses or, or mental illnesses or anxiety or depression or yeah. medication you're on or your last right. doctor's note. Don't talk about this it. Is, this is stuff that you, you but, share with someone that you're in love with, now, not someone you just met on Tinder. Now, listen, if you're not interested in the person and you never you're never going to see them again then you can talk about whatever you want to talk about yeah have sex with them in the handicap washroom it's all, all you don't want to talk about politics religion and you definitely don't want to get into great detail about your children sure let them know you have children maybe their ages but you don't really want to make the conversation about your kids because they're just trying to figure out if you are even a match for them so leave that conversation for later on yeah, and I've I've even seen people uh, make the mistake though of being too specific. So sometimes on dating apps, you'll see someone say, "If you're a conservative or a fan of uh, <laughs> Trump, don't even think oh, about God. like it's like you're pigeonholing." It's already it. negative. Yeah, yeah. So just everyone be be a little bit more open minded. And then and, they wonder and, why they don't get any matches. Right. Okay. Okay, so knowing what you Not and that your, I like Trump. Sorry. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> knowing what you and your partner's expectations are when it comes to your relationship status, sex, intimacy, and future is the difference between making it and breaking it in a relationship. So you should never assume that your partner wants exactly the same things that you do. Having said that, what are some questions to ask the person you're dating to make sure that you guys are on the same page? Kids. Yes, kids. Very important. Yeah. That's almost the, the, the that's almost the deal breaker right away. And you want to ask, like, what does your sexual agreement look like? Like, how often do you want to have sex? What are sort what sort of things do you like to experiment with in the bedroom? What does infidelity look like to you? Yeah, I, I mean, just to go back though for a minute, if I could. I, I was in a relationship and kids came up and it was the girl that didn't want kids and I did and that ended. Okay. Which is weird, right? Is that the opposite of what, how it normally would go? No, because some, some women don't want children. Really? Yeah. It's rare, but it happens. Actually, more and more it's happening. It, it does seem to be happening a little bit more and more. Actually, um, yeah, this one guy I was talking to, uh, he's a client of mine. He said that on when he's 
his experience with online dating has been that 20% of the women don't have children and wow. don't want them. Mm-hmm. That's been his experience. Okay, another thing that's important is what do you want for your future? Where do you want to live in the future? What are your goals for the future? Um, and again, the children, um, like because you're not going to change somebody's mind. If somebody doesn't want to have children, then you're not going to change their mind. How about do you want to get married? Yeah. Some people don't even want to get married. They just want to live in common law. But do you find a lot of that stuff you can you can plan out for so much in life, but some stuff you can't plan. Well, no, out I for. think you know what I, women know if they want to get married or not. Yeah. For the most part, a lot of women dream about their wedding day when they're like five years old. I was never that girl, but uh, right. <laughs> you know. But yeah, like, do you want to be married or not? Most people know the answer to that. Do you want to get married? I don't care. Okay. Well, there you go. But you know. I mean, I would if the girl wanted to. What is your finance philosophy? It's a fun day, right? Yeah. What is your finance philosophy? What are your spending habits? I mean, if somebody somebody is very frivolous and you're a spendaholic, you you might not get along because if you're the one that's constantly... Or maybe uh, that's a perfect match. Yeah. If you're constantly spending money on someone and they're too cheap to spend any money on you, right, and that pisses you off... And, uh, Do you like to be pampered, Laura? Is that where you're going with this? No, not necessarily. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I like to pamper as well. Yes. But I might like I like to pamper in other ways. But anyways, we need to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey everybody, you're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Sitting in with me is comedian Peter Anthony. This has been an interesting show so far. We, we've veered in and out of like questions you've wanted to ask, but we've gone off the track. We've come back on. Well, isn't so that I'm what a good radio's time. all about? I think so. That's, yeah. that's the best. It's a conversation, right? Yeah, so today we're answering your questions about how to navigate modern dating and early relationships. So what's your take on this, Peter? Should women be aggressive when it comes to dating or should guys be doing all the work and approaching and all that? I think my take's pretty simple. If the girl is aggressive in her personality, she should be aggressive. And if she's not, she shouldn't. And same goes for dudes. And yeah, I'm torn with this one because in one instance, I think that girls should let a guy know that they're interested, but that, you know, maybe the guy should be chasing them. But then again, I think that there aren't a lot of like fantastic matches out there. So if you find someone that you're really interested in, I think you really need to to make that effort and go go after them because if you're not, then somebody else is going to be. I think that there's some truth to that, but there's also truth to the fact, at least what I've perceived, uh, is that a good match, I think it's a yin to the yang. So I think an, an aggressive partner can compliment someone who's not so aggressive and vice versa. Right, because sometimes the guy might be a little bit shy, right? Yeah, and I just find I find when two aggressive people come together, there's this there's a lot of sometimes there's a lot of instant chemistry and and everything, but then it just it's that and crazy, crazy it's that craziness. Yeah. And sometimes that craziness is not good and should stay away from that. Yeah, but that's that you get that craziness from physical chemistry. I think so. Yeah. I think but that that eventually goes away and then all this other stuff comes in and then that aggression just gets more aggressive and so- then <laughs> it's a nightmare and then you move out from her after 6 months maybe. Maybe that happens. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, who pays for the first date <laughs> and at what point do you feel it's appropriate for the girl to either split or pick up the check? 
Did you bring this up because you know I'm old school that I'll no. pay for the first? Well, little bit? you know what? I think a lot of girls would really like if the guy would pick up the check at least the first or second time. But I don't think that the guy needs to pick up the check forever. I think it traditionally gets- the guy picked up the check because the guy was the one who made money. But now both guys and girls are making money. But so it's a gentleman really like matter. no. But yes, it but is. I agree. I can't get it out of my head that I have to pick up the. Check and a for the lot of women bit. can't get it out of their heads too, because right. that's the way they've been brought up. But the younger generation is doing things a little bit differently. Right. But I still think there's something about a guy being a gentleman and you just just courting a girl and taking her out for dinner. It's just something nice to do. But. You know, the girl should be courteous, though. She should pull her wallet out and, you know, pretend. <laughs> right. Even the, pretend. That's the fake reach move? No, yeah, like, oh, here, I'll yeah. get half of I that. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the pretend. And, but guys and appreciate, appreciate that. We they do. do. <laughs> See? They do. They appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's talk about love and friendship now. So is it possible to date your friend's ex without jeopardizing your friendship? What's your take on that? My take is, what? Why would you ever do that to your friend? Okay, and I think... (laughs) I would never... No, that's not a thing that should happen. Well, see, and the way I look at it is, it all depends on their relationship. How long were they dating? Do they have children together? How does your friend feel about that relationship now or that person now? For the most part, I would say absolutely not. Stay away from your friend's ex at all costs. But sometimes, and I've seen this happen, you get these two people that are such a great match and they just can't seem to stay away from each other for some sort of reason. And I, as a matchmaker and day coach, I realize and I see how difficult it is for someone to meet their perfect match. It's almost impossible nowadays, right? So, you know what? Like, I I believe that love has no bounds and... I don't know, like if you're okay with not having a relationship with your friend, like I might get in trouble for this. I might. <laughs> oh, I know and, some people that have done it. Yeah. And but not, it's just, it, it's always messy, Laura. Always. Okay, and I'm not promoting it. I'm mm. really not. But I also have seen it on the flip side where it has worked and they've been the best couple ever. I think it works if you're on a commune and you're in a cult. Then you can sort of swap around like that. You are a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so should you maintain a relationship with your ex? Again, it's very circumstantial and it depends. I have exes that I'm friends with. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to an ex's birthday party tonight. But I have other exes, like my most recent one, who I haven't talked to in over two years. So there you go. It depends on the situation, how things ended especially. Yes, and I think maintaining a relationship with your ex as soon as you break up will probably be difficult. But I think over time, as the emotions subside, I think they're, sure, why not? There there should be no issues. And also, if you have children together, you have to be amicable for the kids. Otherwise, you're just going to f*** those kids up. <laughs> no, seriously. That was very passionate, what you just did. Well, right there it's true, though. You it have to true. have a relationship with your ex, at least for the children. Try to be as amicable as possible. Hey, I'm a, I'm a product of, of divorced of divorce. My parents are divorced and they always made a, a good effort to get along at least in front of us. So it, 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 you know, it made things weren't fun, but it made things easier. All right. Let's talk about the friend zone. Sure. How to escape the friend zone. Sure. Okay. So I'll start with this one. It's called alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so I think oftentimes escaping the friend zone uh, is inevitable 
no matter what. Like, because if someone's not physically attracted to you, no matter what you do or say, you can't escape it. But I think that what the goal is here is to just knock it into the friend zone from the beginning. Because once you get into that friend zone, it's hard to really get out unless the girl has dated a bunch of douchebags and finally realizes, hey, you know what? I've got someone great right here. I'm going to try that, right? Yeah, and I, I think it's 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 one of those things too where, I mean, I hate to pit the sexes against each other, but look, guys are going to sleep with their hot friend if she wants to do that. Always. So I feel like it's it the friend zone is always sort of in the girl's hand. Like she has all the power in yeah. that situation. So if you're a guy... And you're in the friend zone. It can be pretty horrible, especially if you start developing feelings for a girl and she's not reciprocating. It's You're just torturing yourself. I don't understand why people even want to bother doing that. Peter, Anthony, we need to take a break. We're talking about how to get out of the friend zone All right. or to stay away from the friend zone yeah. right here on the Dating and Relationship Show. Don't go anywhere. We have more juicy stuff for you. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. I'm also a matchmaker over at singleinthecity.ca, amongst many other things. Yeah, how I wear that, many hats. The, you, you hosted the New Year's Eve show. Do you uh, think there were uh, any matches made that night? It wasn't a show, it was an event. Event, I'm sorry. Of course there were matches. It was there, kind of a yeah, show because it's I, a bunch have, of singles showing off of each other, right? You know what? Peacocking. There were like 270 people there. Yeah. It was fantastic. You're always going to make matches when there are that many people in one room. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I I thought it was great. I, I was very proud of myself the next day, except for when I woke up in the morning and my assistant sent me a resignation letter saying that she's no longer working with me. I was like, I went from this like complete high to this complete low. And then I thought, you know what? The old me would have went, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm freaking out. I'm going into my busy season. But I was like calm. And I said, you know what, Laura, you always figure it out. You always do. And you need to have faith. And that's what I did. I already, I started putting the pieces together the next day. And it was like everything starting to fall into place. And so I'm happy. Good. Yay. Well, not to one-up you, but on, on New Year's Day, I got uh, some information that a friend of mine had died of a massive oh, heart attack on New Year's to Eve. Hear that. It sucked. And it was one of the worst ways to start out a new year. I could ever even imagine, obviously. But it's weird how your brain works to spin things, like you were just saying. And I just talked, I called up my family and all my friends and I just said, you know what? He was only 41. We don't know how long we're here. You've got to go for your stress test. What do you was mean? Was it a heart attack? Yeah. You have to go for a stress no, test but if I mean, you are a man. Yes, but you my do. Point, no, my point was don't waste your time. Go after the things you want, whether that's yeah. a person or a and job. And go for your stress test. And, or a stress test. Okay, because guys don't, like to, forever, go, guys don't like to go to the doctor. But you guys, you got to go. To the, you got to take care of yourself. Sorry, I'm getting off the beaten track Yes, you are. Here. Let's talk about dating. We're talking about escaping the friend zone. So my suggestion is stop being the super nice guy. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong, because women love a nice guy. They really do. Uh, someone who's a gentleman, who treats them well, and oozes sex appeal. But you don't want to put her needs in front of yours all the time. You don't want to run to her every time she has a problem and try to fix her problem. You don't want to spend hours on the phone with her, because that's what girls do with their friends. They gab. They talk about their problems and for hours, right? You don't want to be that guy. So stop being there for her whenever she needs you. Now, you can be nice to her. 
Uh, but show her that you have a backbone. Girls love that. They love like a guy they can show them that, you know, he has a backbone. Show her excitement, spontaneity, romance, and adventure. Hey, there's nothing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that that's that's just the the uh, the way a guy should go about being in a relationship with a girl anyway. No, am I wrong? Yes. I, I mean, girls bring a lot of feminine energy into a relationship. Why shouldn't a guy bring masculine energy into a relationship? That's the way it should work. Yeah. Now, we have to look at the fact that there are male-to-male relationships as well. Yep. And there are female-to-female relationships. But often, and what I just said, that masculine energy and the female energy it, exist in those relationships it, it, yes, as well. Yes, it does. Yes. Right. So th- th- this doesn't necessarily mean we're just talking about Guys heterosexual Guys and girls, yeah. Couples, Not at all. Not but at all. yes, okay. Okay, so should we give, we're going to talk about online dating woes now, okay? Should we give a ghoster another chance if they try to come back into your life? So ghosting means that someone, you're talking to someone for a while and then they just poof, disappear like a ghost. Why? You don't see them ever again. Mm. Should you invite them back into your life if they want to come back? What's their excuse? I Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> so what is their excuse? Why did they disappear? I'm a firm believer that you should always give people another chance, especially if you think that they're a great person and they might be a great match for you. You don't want to miss out on that. So give them another chance, but uh, keep them at arm's length and don't let them in too soon. So take it slow. I know a couple right now that live ha- happily together right now. And at one point in time, I remember her specifically saying to me, I haven't heard from him in two and a half weeks. He just vanished. Yeah, he did the hot and cold. He did. And he and she was so mad. And she goes, there's no excuse for this. But now they live together and they're happy. So you know what I mean? So Not all ghosts are, are the scary ghosts. So that's what... So sometimes... Uh, <laughs> So the person you're dating is constantly hot and cold. They seem like they're into you, but then, then they may disappear or ignore you for a week or two, and then uh, they come back. So how do we address that situation? So there could be many reasons why this person does this. It could be uh, because they are afraid they're of a relationship. They're afraid to get hurt, so they're protecting themselves. And doing this empowers them and makes them feel good, okay? Also, it could be that they're married, Right? Wow. Yeah, it's true. It could be. It's true. I mean, it happens. Mm -hmm. It could be that they're still harboring uh, emotions from a past relationship that they're just not over. And and that happens a lot. So if this situation happens to you, you have to, and they keep coming back. First of all, I mean, only allow them in a couple of times. Otherwise, like, what are you doing? Try to communicate with them and ask them, like, what's going on with you? Right? If they don't communicate, then sayonara, see you later. But if they communicate and and tell you, you know what, maybe I'm dealing with a little bit of this issue or this, you know, maybe they need some help. Maybe you can be be there for them, supportive for them. But if they don't communicate at all, send them out the door. Bye-bye. And when we say communicate, can we every now and then, if anyone is listening to this point in the show, of, of any point in the show, just call. Don't text. Just make a phone call. Do you know how much I would appreciate a girl giving me a phone call at this point in my life? Yeah, but wait. Someone that you haven't met yet? Well, I mean, if, if, if communication needs to happen... Wait, listen, I've tried calling you a few times and you haven't picked up. I pick up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I picked up today. Yeah. I did. I was getting in the, the elevator. Anyways, we need to take a break. We're going to come right back. We're talking about dating, modern dating, and how to navigate those relationships when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show.
You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. What an interesting show today with comedian Peter Anthony and I. I'm Laura Bellotta, and we are talking about how to navigate modern dating and early relationships right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You got a phone call during the break. I did. Yeah, and we were saying before we went to break that guys should call girls. (laughs) And her phone blew up. It was amazing. It yeah. was, you know, oh, it was I, meant to be. Well, you she didn't answer, though. Yo, you don't even know who's calling. True. Could be your plumber. <laughs> you meet someone online who you love talking to, both text and over the phone. But when you meet them in person, there isn't a spark. Do you go on a second date? No. <laughs> I was very fast with that. Okay. Yeah. Because you're a guy and you're visual. Well... Girls think differently. So sometimes you have to give the spark a chance to develop. It doesn't really? de- Yes, it but doesn't it, always it, develop right away. Sp- I thought that's what a spark was, though, a, a spontaneous occurring thing. So no, it should happen because, right away. Well, sometimes it just happens over time when you get to know somebody. Because you don't always know right away because that person might not, they might have had a bad day. They might be nervous, right? Because girls don't go for guys just for looks, right? I know guys are very visual. So say if she's not visually appealing to you, then you're like, next. But girls, we think a little bit differently. I think what you just described, though, from a guy's perspective is more of a friendship, where you said it grows over time. That's a friendship to me, which is great. Okay. But it's not a spark is where you just want to, you know, okay, let's so, uh, get out of here. Yeah. So overall, <laughs> my advice would be not to give them another chance if you don't find them physically attractive at all. Now, they don't have to be a supermodel or anything, but there has to be some sort of level of physical attraction. Do you agree on that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Or they're not your personality type at all. So This bas- is basic biology. Yeah. So basically, like, making conversation with them is like take pulling, like, blood out of a stone. Or you like to party, and their idea of partying is drinking a glass of wine or two over dinner. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Come on. Bo- but see, some people are like that, Let's get right? get some shooters. Let's do this. Yeah. See? Okay. Um, they're just plain weird. You oh, yeah, that? weirdos. Yeah, I've had a weirdo. Yeah, we've all had a weirdo. Yeah, weirdos yeah. are, it's off-putting. It's, it's, uh, it's unnerving. <laughs> yeah, check, please. Or there are any major flags. So they're abusive to the wait staff. They talk about uh, how they never see their kids. They, they talk about how their ex has a restraining order against them. Like, the list goes on and on. I've had a girl I've been on a date with say, I asked her if she ever wanted to have kids eventually, and she said... Her womb is like a dark pit of despair. Oh, God. And I thought that was a red flag right away. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you think? Okay, now, but you should go on a second date, however, if you think that they could be your type, but you're not 100% sold on the chemistry because chemistry can grow over time. I've seen it happen so many times with females anyway. So you, you're the guy perspective here, so you. I think you. I think in a way you're right. When when I said spark earlier, sparks like a very instant thing. Like you, when you look at the person, you're like, oh, like you, you 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 can feel like an energy in you, right? But but with the chemistry thing, I think you're right because eventually when you get to know someone, when the nerves go away a little bit, then you start right. to really blossom like, together. That's fun. When I come into the radio station here, I'm a little bit of a different person sometimes. So I'm starting to come around, but when I'm out partying or. I'm just a little bit different, right? So it depends on the environment that somebody meets you in. When you meet someone at a coffee shop, you're not really in party mode or the true you doesn't necessarily come out. Whereas when you're in your comfortable environment, it's like, oh my gosh, you're so much funnier than I thought. Or like the person becomes 
comfortable around you and then their true colors come out. Like the way you are around family and friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah So makes sense. people don't always get to see that side of me, right? But the more comfortable I am with them, right. the more they see it. And so then you're saying that's give, how that, it, give that time. Of course, because if there's some level of physical attraction, then that chemistry can grow. Because it's like, oh, I really like them. I didn't realize how cool you were kind of thing. That's really great advice that I should probably take myself. <laughs> okay, so how about this one? The person you're dating tells you that they're not ready for a relationship, but is enjoying spending time with you and wants to keep things fun and casual, but you want more. What do you suggest, Peter? Oh, man, that's tough. That's a tough situation. Yeah. Because... I wouldn't wait around. Well, the thing is, you don't... You don't know exactly how long of a time frame they're talking about. Maybe maybe they got out of something and they're still going through some emotions and everything. So you might want to give them a little bit of time. Yeah, so go do you and I'll do me. And if we come back together in a little while, then if it happens then, it does. But I'm not going to sit around and wait for you. I was sure. watching an episode of Say Yes to the Dress. I love that show. And this girl waited around for this guy for 20 years. And she, she went into the camera and she said, you know, like if, if you feel like it's the love of your life, you should wait for them. And she did. And they finally got married after he, because he was afraid of commitment. So after 20 years, he proposed to her. <laughs> Wow. Like, who's going to wait 20 years? That's, uh, yeah, that seems like a, a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 20 years. Okay, well, that's it for today. I hope that those listening were able to learn some valuable information from our show. Our goal for this show is that you have better dating experiences and or a more fulfilling relationship. I want to thank comedian Peter Anthony, always. Thanks, Laura. For joining me. Where can people find you? Uh, PeterIsFunny.com. I'm on Twitter as well. It's at PeterIsFunny. If I create an Instagram account for you, will you go on? No. Oh, come on. You're not going to get me back on Instagram. It's not going to happen. Well, I wrote a book called Single in the City by Laura Bellotta to help people navigate the modern dating world. It's available online and in stores at Chapters Indigo and on Amazon. And you can follow me on Instagram, Laura underscore Bellotta. And please check out my website, singleinthecity.ca, for upcoming events like speed dating, which I suggest you try if you haven't. Peter, you tried it. I did. It was a fun time. It was, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, it's like you spend a couple of minutes, you kind of go around the room. and Yes, and everybody uh, should try it at least once. It's a great experience. I know sometimes the, the media makes it look like it's a bunch of weird people, but it's really not. There's a lot of professional singles that go to those events. I'm also hosting an Italian cooking class and dinner party with singles this Thursday, January 17th, or you can hire me as your matchmaker. We're going into busy dating season. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. See you next week. Next week's show is going to be very interesting. You don't want to miss it. Ciao for now.